ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Boy, do we have some things to touch on. What an absolutely busy afternoon and evening in the world of sports locally. Where do we even begin? Tell you what, you know what? I'm going to get to the story today, I understand. But you know what, last night? Uh, did you see what happened over in Los Angeles? The, our bench is up. I mean, they're up. Ingram feeds to Jonas. Left to the top. Three on the way. <laughs> seven for seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven. You cannot be serious what we're watching right now. Are you not entertained? My goodness. He is automatic. Mm-hmm. So the Pelicans won. We'll touch on that here. We'll get into that here with Andrew Lopez at 115. 123-104. Jonas Valanciunas, 7 for 7 from beyond the arc in the first half. He finished 7 of 8. The Pels have won 3 of 4. That's a big story. Are they starting to turn things around in your mind? We'll ask you, Pels fans, to comment throughout the day on that. As they travel today, they'll leave... Should be leaving here soon on their way home. So they're traveling all day today. Tomorrow they host Dallas. And then on Thursday, Zion's scheduled to practice. Like full practice. That's a big thing. Then they'll be at Dallas on Friday. But anyway, that's a big story. Saints wrapping up their week of practice, per se. So today is uh, their Friday. Okay, if that makes any sense to you. Sean Payton will speak again later this afternoon. Players have already spoken. We'll talk and listen to some of the players that spoke yesterday, including Traquan Smith, who says, don't, don't, don't panic on the offense here. Teron Armstead, don't panic on the offense here as well. Marcus Williams, we're going to get this thing turned around. Don't count us out. Still believes that for sure. As the Saints, when you take a look at uh, where they are right now, are still in the mix, as remarkable as it is, losing four straight, still in the mix. So, eh. Okay, just got to win Thursday. I don't know exactly why it's happening, but I know it definitely needs to stop, you know. That's Traquan, a little tease as to when he was asked, what, what's wrong with the offense? Well, uh, I'll just say this, and it will move on because it's kind of an important thing. Taysom Hill, uh, full go on the practice reports, and more importantly, several reports are that he's taking first-team snaps at quarterback from locally to nationally, including in Rappaport saying the Saints are considering making it. You're going to see Taysom Hill quarterback on Thursday. Okay? You're going to see Taysom Hill quarterback on Thursday. So that's something to touch on. Limited, Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek didn't practice. Davenport, Ellis, Passanow, Armstead. But again, Taysom Hill full taking snaps as QB1. So that's the second story we'll touch on throughout the day here as well. Amy just scheduled to join us this hour as well. But the massive news nationally and, of course, here locally, 
The LSU Tigers have found their head coach. The expectation for me was to be a legitimate contender for, for championships. LSU is not one of the best college football jobs in America. LSU is one of the best football jobs, period. To me, it's a top five job. The LSU job is a great job. But the fact that you said that the last three coaches there won national championships lets me know how good of a job it is. Well, simply put, Brian Kelly's won everywhere he's been. With a coach who has proven everywhere he's been that he's a winner. And it's not just Notre Dame. Like, this is a coach with basically a perfect resume. There's never been a year that I didn't come in, Tom, and say, I want to win them all. At the end of the day, Brian Kelly is an elite college football coach. Because I think he's one of the best coaches we've seen, not just in current history in college football, but historically at all levels. They will compete for a national championship next year. Don't kid yourself. That's what LSU football put out three hours ago on their Twitter page. The video photoshopped to show Brian Kelly in Tiger Stadium wearing an LSU pen, an LSU visor. It's a little creepy. Um, but yes, it it is official, official. The school also putting out, if you'd like to see him, they are asking you to come on out to the Baton Rouge Jet Gateway or the Jet Center, I guess the private jet area of the Baton Rouge Airport. 2.30 p.m. he is scheduled to land. They'd like you to help greet him. So, that's the backdrop of a very big story, obviously, no doubt. Yesterday afternoon, early evening, the reports were it was 15 a year, the school coming out and saying it's still a big one. 10 years, $95 million. Remember, that's what Mel Tucker over at Michigan State negotiated. That's what some of the other coaches like USC's, you know, Lincoln Riley getting a big deal here as well. 75, what, is, what I saw is guaranteed, or 70 of it. Bottom line is this, you're, you're committed to Brian Kelly here for, for some time. So what do you think, LSU fans, about the hire? A lot is being made on how it happened and how it left. The college football playoff rankings come out today. And Notre Dame is in the mix. Okay, they're in the mix. And in the AP, they're 11 and 1. They're number 6. In the coaches poll, they're number 6. Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama in the AP top 25. Oklahoma State's with their win over Oklahoma is at 5. As I just said, Notre Dame is 6, Ohio State 7. Then the coaches poll. It's Georgia, Alabama 1-2, Michigan 3. Cincinnati 4, Oklahoma State 5, Notre Dame 6. Now remember, you are going to have some of these teams play with another. Georgia, Alabama is playing this weekend. Okay? Cincinnati is also going to be playing a conference championship game against 24th ranked Houston. Michigan is playing in the Big Ten championship game against Iowa. So some of those... Teams may fall out of the top four, five, whatever. Point is this, a lot of people feel that Notre Dame could move up two spots, be looked at as perhaps number four, which puts you in the college football playoff. So the timing a lot of people are talking about is a bit strange in that he's gone. 
Brian Kelly's landing at 2.30 as the LSU head football coach and is starting the process as the LSU head football coach. He's not coaching Notre Dame in the playoff. He's not. He's done. He left. Had a 7 a.m. meeting yesterday afternoon and evening. If you look at the reports by the people that cover the Irish, um, kind of ghosted the staffers until finally on Teamworks, which is an app that if you're on a team, it's, it's for coaches and staff and players to communicate. He apologized. Saying he wished he would have done it in person, things of that nature. So there's always two sides to this, right? LSU fans, come on down, baby. Let's do it. Bring him in. And look, other than Nick Saban, he's the winningest coach in the last several years. You're going to hear all the specifics. We'll get into that. The numbers, the wins, what have you. And on a Notre Dame side, it's how could you do that? How could you leave in the middle of the night? Things of that nature. I will tell you this. The reports today right now is that he's trying to bring in his defensive coordinator. Remember yesterday, um, I was telling you about Marcus Freeman. Ryan texted us yesterday and said, hey, that would be his guess. He'd love to have him. He's an assistant. And the reports are today that he's trying to lure him from Notre Dame and make him the highest paid defensive coordinator in college football. His name, Marcus Freeman, has been thrown out there as a possible candidate to be the head coach. Now, the Notre Dame AD this morning is in Dallas for the college football playoff meeting. And he spoke. He said, look, no no one told him anything about the, you know, him leaving. Never gave him an opportunity to match it, but he wasn't surprised. He said that he kind of had some hints as to maybe that Brian Kelly was looking to go elsewhere. Bottom line, he is the LSU head football coach. So Tiger fans, I want to hear from you. 800-998-1003. What's your initial feeling on him? My initial feeling is, yes, he has won games. But sort of like I felt with Lincoln Riley, and hear me out. Aren't those two schools the schools that we kind of, when the college football playoff kind of get picked in the Final Four, and he's played in a couple of Final Four national championships, and he gets smoked? And we kind of go, oh, now they get to play somebody. Now, I do find it interesting and kind of funny when people say, well, he couldn't win at Notre Dame. I, again, then you don't know who Notre Dame is. Notre Dame has money. Notre Dame has facilities. Notre Dame has history. And I do find it funny when they're like, well, you know, it's he just can't win there. Okay, he can recruit some players with the academic standards. So, all right, if you want to go that way. If you look at that past and that history, a couple of coordinators trying to find their right mix, even him himself, I got to build my team differently to be able to beat SEC teams in the title game. Remember that? That was a storyline. So, okay, he's going to have the different athletes. He's going to have the recruiting and all that here. So, again, I, it's definitely the name. It is a home run higher when you look at it from a winning percentage, establishment in a building program, things of that nature, Right? Shane, thanks for giving us a call here in the sports hangover. What you got for us, man? Hello, Shane. Yeah. Hey, bud. What you got? What you say, uh, Bruce? Uh, I just was calling. Uh, we got the big news at LSU, and um, I wasn't excited at first, and I kind of been just sitting around thinking about it. This dude is is re- recruited pretty good at 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 uh, Notre Dame with the he got. Tighter or 
academic uh, admission stuff up there than, than they have it at uh, LSU, and I think he's going to do well as far as recruiting. Good point. And he's, he's been winning at Notre Dame, not maybe not winning a big one, but under the circumstances, that's almost like a, I, I won't say Vanderbilt, but mm-hmm. with the sports that admission stuff. But if, he, if he's able to do that with those admission uh, things that he's not going to have here, mm-hmm. I don't see how it would be a problem kind of old for, for what I was thinking as far as the coach, but I guess 60 is the new 30 these days. Right. So uh, yeah. I don't know if they're still doing the coaching weight and stuff like they did with, with uh, Bobby and Jimbo, but maybe you have a situation like that. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty cool with it. And I can't, I can't blame Lincoln, all of the stuff that I heard that they did for him to go to Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Use of a private jet 24 7, 110 mil. They bought him a house in LA, a $6 million house, which I know it's LA. It's probably not a lot, but still, it doesn't got to come out of his pocket. Um, and also, they, they bought, bought both of his homes in Norman. Yeah. $500,000 over the, the value. O- over the, the asking price. price. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah, I, would, uh, I wouldn't have thought twice about that. I, I understand. I understand the kids and all of that, but I, I, you can't you can't pass that up. You have a responsibility to your family at the end of the day. Is the responsibility to your family and yourself at the end of the day? And and those kids are. I'm, I'm not even calling them kids because they're young. They're young men, mm-hmm. and they're going to have decisions like that when they come up in their life. And you, I mean, you love them and you want to do the best for them, but. Well, you know, and here's the thing, Shane, and a lot of people asking about the, the, the timing. Look, and both sides are right. It is absolutely awful timing. I mean, again, they're they're waiting to see the other stuff happen over the weekend, and more than likely, they may be in the college football playoff. They don't have their head coach. That's and but the thing is, on the other side, Shane, if you're a university asking, I, I need you now. As we talked about yesterday right. with Wilson Alexander, December fifteenth is the recruiting day. Oh, by the way, Walker Howard was being recruited to places the most, it looks like, per reports right. yesterday. It was LSU, the son of Jamie Howard, five-star quarterback, and Notre Dame. And he tweeted Dame. yesterday that Coach is going to bring us national championships, in, in plural. So <laughs> guess what you just secured, Walker Howard. Right. And then the two bozos that's on, on before you, they were talking about <laughs> Oklahoma, and Oklahoma still has a chance to make the playoffs. I'm like, dude, Oklahoma just lost last week. They're like, they're not even playing in the championship game. Do y'all watch what y'all talking about? Yeah, no, I y'all, hear you. Y'all not even paying attention. No. Y'all not even paying attention to no. games. And that's why I hate them when they criticize the Saints because I know they don't watch the games. All they mm-hmm. see is the final score and the highlights that they put on ESPN, and they go to analyzing things, and you don't know what you're talking about. I hear you, bud. I hear you, man. Thank you and for the I phone call. I hear you, man. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate the phone call, man. Right. I want to play one quick thing, get to the bite uh, break, and then uh, we, we have Amy Just to come on to talk about the Saints because obviously there's a lot of things going on with them as well. Uh, real quickly, Paul Feinbaum, and then we'll hit the break, buddy. I think he thought about it a few months ago when Scott Woodward, the AD, called him. Uh, and I think then I think he thought again. And the reason why he thought again is he, he saw what James Franklin got at Penn State and Mel Tucker uh, at, at Michigan State, two coaches who are – 
certainly not quite in his league yet. Uh, he saw the Lincoln Riley move and he said, you know what, I'm, I'm 60 years old. I don't have many moves left. I don't have any moves left, frankly, other than uh, the one on the phone right now with, with LSU. And I'm, I'm going to take it. And, and I, I think he, he was essentially saying, I can't win a national championship at Notre Dame. That may sound harsh to Irish fans all over this country, but it's a reality. They have not won a title since 1988. And, and I don't think they were going to, going to win one under Brian Kelly. All right, so there you go. Quick break, we come back. Miss Amy Just will talk about the black and gold. Bottom of the hour, open up the phone lines again. More reaction nationally, including Ryan Clark from ESPN and others, about uh, how they feel about Brian Kelly, now your new head coach over at LSU. Again, landing at 2.30 in Baton Rouge. The school's saying if you want to come out and meet him and greet him, the Baton Rouge Jet Center is where he will be landing. My guess is look for the plane with the LSU logo on it. It's the Sports Hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. I'm going to leave it all out Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At The King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring The King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. Chef John Foles for Camellia Bay. The recipe for success starts with good people. The folks developing Camellia Bay, I've known them for 15 years, and they're good people who are generous and always giving back. Donating over $90 million to local charities. In just days after Hurricane Ida, they stepped up and led a million-dollar effort so North Shore families could have water, ice, and hot meals. They care, and they show it. Vote yes on Camellia Bay. Paid for by North Shore Winds. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Coco's Mexican Restaurant on Highway 1 in Raceland is open and ready to please you. They have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mouth-watering Mexican food daily with delicious specialty dishes like coconut shrimp tacos, Baja fish tacos, plus try the trio burritos or a carne asada. Coco's Mexican has happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. Delivery service from waiters also available. They're located on Highway 1 in Raceland next to the post office. Coco's. Is pain putting a strain on your quality of life? Don't suffer in silence. Get relief at the Pain Center of Thibodeau Regional. Dr. Luis Hernandez and Dr. Keith Duplantis can provide solutions to neck, knee, and back pain, as well as pain associated with injury, arthritis, nerve damage, and migraines. Get help for your pain at the Pain Center of Thibodeau Regional. Call today, 985-493-4080, or go to Thibodeau.com. 
Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Just got to get back to ourselves, really. You know, get back to having fun, bringing that energy. Uh, and that's, that's really the, the biggest biggest difference, you know, getting this this bad vibe, that bad energy, that, that losing brains, getting that out of the out of the system, out of our environment, you know. So uh, that's really that's really it. That's the message. Bring the bring the energy back. Bring the you know the love, the, the passion, all those good things. Uh, a lot of positive things come from that. That's Teron Armstead yesterday after practice on the Saints locker room vibes. It's Amy just covers the Saints, Picayune, and the Advocates at Amy underscore just is the way to follow on Twitter. Amy, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, how are the Saints? They've lost four straight. I like that I'm at least seeing some players getting back that are healthy and maybe even a quarterback change. I don't know. How should we feel, yeah. the Saints fans? Yeah. Um, if the Saints are going to do it, now's the time. Uh, Trevor Simeon, um, super great guy, super nice. Can't say anything negative about him in that regard, but his on-field play has regressed. Um, how much of that is due to him not having Alvin Kamara the past couple weeks? Right. Mark Ingram last week, constantly changing offensive lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, it, it leaves his. What has happened the last couple weeks has left a lot to be desired, and it's a lot of things compounding on themselves. Um, and things need to get better because it's hard to imagine them getting worse. You brought up the fact, obviously, an ever-changing line. You look at the, you know, the players that were missing. I mean, Amy, when I had Larry on yesterday, and he joked, he's like, they should never announce the starting offense again when it's those players. I mean, it's just, you looked at that game and what they had to go into against Buffalo, it was like a plastic knife in a gunfight. I mean, it was just, it, you didn't have a lot to go into, but that's maybe why so many people want Taysom Hill in. The problem is, Amy, he hadn't been healthy. Yeah, that's the thing. So he's been dealing with a plantar fascia injury. Um, for those who are familiar, you know how bad that hurts. Yep. For those who aren't, <laughs> that's the tendon on the bottom of your foot. Um, some days it's fine. Other days it's not. And the best thing to do for it is rest. And, yeah, he was a full participant in practice pretty much all last week. Uh, he was again yesterday. Um yeah, so we'll see. But if he's healthy, I I don't understand why not making a move. If he's hurt, fine. You ride with what you've got. But if he's healthy enough to go, I mean, I, yeah. I think one of the things that you look at as well, Amy, is the identity, I guess, that this team has been, where the defense sort of led the way for a little bit and sure we've seen some games where they've given up some points here but Amy I mean look when when the offense isn't scoring for three quarters when the offense is waiting to score pick a game Atlanta Tennessee 20 more points in the fourth I I think it'd be erroneous to say well the defense isn't holding up instead of the bargain the, the offense isn't putting up any points right yeah I mean look when you go three and out three and out four and out or you know you get you get one first down on a drive and then it sputters after that you're not giving your defense a whole lot of favors um you know 
there's some magic number out there where if a defense is on the field for X number of minutes or more, um, it doesn't matter what they do. Um, and I feel like that's been the case lately. I mean, the Saints were in it last week. I, I don't know how um, until, you know, things kind of fell apart there in the second half, but you can't do that to your defense. You have to at least sustain some drives and maybe get a field goal on the board. Like, and <laughs> listen to me. I'm thankful for for a field goal. Right. How, how things how things have changed uh, since last year. But we everybody knew this was going to be a tough year. But I think knowing something and then having it happen are two very different things. And I also and think-, I think that's where we're at. Yeah, and Amy, I also think when you say we all we know it was going to be different post Drew Brees, we probably thought it was going to be more on the quarterback end. But yeah, I think Drew would have a tough time, right? With as you mentioned, yeah. ever changing line, the injuries. I mean, it's not good. I mean, it's nice that Ramchek was limited, but you know, you like Teron Armstead back. <laughs> um, you yeah, can play with a different that center. One confuses yeah. me. That one yeah. confuses me. He didn't practice yesterday, but he did talk. And normally they do not let people talk if they're not playing. So I I do not know what to make of the Toronto Armstead situation, but maybe we'll get a clearer picture today. When you took a look at this game, I mean, obviously from here on out, they're all important. You have the same mm-hmm. record as the team in seventh right now. We saw them win last night, Washington five and six. Saints are five and six. Falcons, Amy, I'm still upset about that game. Five and six. Vikings, five and six. So you're in the mix. But you're going to have to start getting some wins here. And um, you you never like to say, hey, look, the other team has advantages because of injury or, in this case, COVID. But look, the Saints have dealt with that. No, As their own players have said, nobody cares that the Saints have dealt with COVID or the Saints have had to deal with injuries. The, The Cowboys are coming in. Dealing with both, I, I think if you're the Saints, you, you gotta go take this game. You have to capitalize. Like I said several weeks ago, you know the Saints would be lucky to get through the four game stretch with two wins, mm-hmm. and here they are with none. They need to get one. They need to get it going again. If for one, they want a shot at making the playoffs, I know a lot of fans have written off that possibility, but it's not a six team playoff anymore. It's seven mm-hmm. and that changes things um it also just helps the morale not only with the team but around town the last time the saints have lost five straight 2005 you know what happened in 2005 a lot of ugly stuff so obviously it's not the same then as it is now There's a lot of mitigating circumstances with that 2005 season but that's not one you want to be compared to no, not at all, for sure. Uh, so when you take a look at maybe, okay, look, guys are coming back, guys are getting healthier, but when you look at this matchup in particular, Dallas is a, is an interesting team, right? They look like they were probably one of the top two teams in the NFC, not so much as of late. I, and I look, injuries and COVID aside, what have you seen when you get ready for this matchup from this Cowboys team? It's hard to kind of judge them right now. They're still a tough team, though. Yeah, no doubt. Like, their offense is playing relatively well. Like, Zach threw for almost 400 yards last week in a loss. In a loss. Almost 400 yards. 
You know what Saints fans would give for almost 400 yeah, yards? Say, it's been a long time, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't, the Saints can't win a shootout. Not with the offense they've got right now. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's what worries me. And their defense is playing pretty good, too. Yeah, they're, they're passing defense numbers in terms of yards, okay. Um, but they still have almost the most picks in the entire league. I mean, Diggs has eight alone with two pick sixes. Mm. Don't throw to that guy. Pro tip. Whoever's a quarterback, <laughs> don't throw, don't throw <laughs> don't to that guy. Yeah, that's a good – I would say the keys to the game, avoid Stephon Diggs over there. By, by all, you might have heard of the other guy, too, that's been playing pretty well, Micah Parsons. That's That yeah, kind of concerns yeah. me. Casual, yeah. yeah. He's uh, ranked pretty highly in the league with the, with sacks, too. So, yeah, uh, they're, uh, they're going to be tested. Whoever is at quarterback will be tested. And I don't – it's not going to be pretty, I don't think, regardless of who it is, but – who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot. So maybe I'll be wrong about this. So how do you envision this offense moving forward? I, I said last week, or was it two weeks ago? Yeah, after the, the Eagles game, you know, I'm like, did, did we just see the blueprint perhaps when a healthy Taysom mm-hmm. Hill comes as to where you go with it? You go back to the TPC Classic of New Orleans where Drew said he thinks Taysom Hill can be a functional, really good quarterback in this league, but you have to build an offense around him. We've seen Philly sort of do that midseason. Is that kind of maybe what we're going to see from here on out? Where man, it's it's Ingram on one side, it's Kamara on one, and it's and it's Hill, and you got to pick one, and he's going to rush it fifteen, Alvin ten, Ingram, you know, something like that. Could could we see sort of what the Eagles have done with Taysom Hill? If there is a blueprint that works, they need to find it, and if that's the blueprint that works, go with it. Like Sean said, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but playmakers aren't growing on trees. No new guys are walking through <laughs> the hallways. You have yeah. you have to make it work with who you have, mm-hmm. and that's the challenge. Um, but yeah, they've lost four straight. They could lose five straight. Not a whole lot of winnable games left as it stands, based on how they played last week with the injuries that they had. Um, but I still think Sean Payton can figure it out. I still believe that he can figure it out. Um, I don't know how far it will go, if they will crack the playoffs, or if they will at least make a respectable push toward the end. Um, they've got to figure it out, because what they're doing right now is not working. All right, so I'll finish off with this. What do you think you see on Thursday? I said yesterday I actually feel confident. I, I Again, it's based on players, Amy. It's based on some of the names I actually saw in the injury report that were not next to DNP because you need players at the end of the day. So seeing Kamara, even if Ingram is limited, seeing one of your better offensive linemen, seeing Taysom Hill back, I mean, that that's a big difference than what was introduced against the Bills. So I am, I'm actually yeah. confident the Saints can win. I am confident that they will look better. There you go. I, I will that. not say that I'm confident that they can win. <laughs> I will say that they look better. Okay. And better is definitely better than bad. Oh, I was going to say better is better than no shots. I mean, at least you didn't say they have no shots. No, I will not going to say that. I mean, anything yeah. can happen. It's the NFL. <laughs> anything can happen. This team beat the Packers and the Bucks 
also lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. So and the Falcons. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. The Falcons have looked okay, though. So. I know. I still can't I get over that game, though. I can't. They they literally look like the greatest show on turf. And in two straight games after, they went, it, it took them three games to get another touchdown. You know that, right? They took them three games to finally get another <laughs> touchdown after looking mm-hmm. unstoppable against the Saints defense. Uh, yeah, to, to quote a great philosopher of our time, uh-huh. Elsa from Frozen, let it go. <laughs> I, I need to, Amy. You're absolutely right. At Amy underscore justice, the way to follow her over on Twitter. Two more days until the Saints take on the Cowboys. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Of course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I am going to take that. It is time to let it go. It is because they got another game coming up on Thursday. Quick break. When we come back, we'll take your phone calls again. Open phone lines the rest of the way here. I'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts, LSU fans, on Brian Kelly. Scheduled to land at 2.30. We'll hear some other national reaction as well. More on Feinbaum, more Ryan Clark. But I want to hear from you, LSU fans. You have a new head coach. What do you think? I want to hear from you. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I wish that I could be like the cool kids. Because all the cool kids, they seem to fit in. I wish that I could be like the cool kids. Like the cool kids. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers Mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more Cyber Monday rewind the clock deals. Cyber Monday prices are back for one day only. Get more and save more on premium brands with eBay's can't miss Monday deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. It was the season of cheer and joy filled the town, except for Scrooge with his perma-frown. The gift of a Peloton bike touched his soul without doubt. Work, 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 Peloton! When your workout's a joy, it's a joy to work out. You can do it! The original Peloton bike is our best price ever, $39 a month. All access membership separate. Terms apply. See website for details. If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire talent for your team, especially if you're competing with other businesses to find the right people. But ZipRecruiter gives you the edge. Next key marketing manager, Erin Harji, loves ZipRecruiter invite to apply. She says they get my job posting in front of the right people. I instantly see great candidates and I invite them to apply to my job. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B-A-R-T to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BART. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Can we talk? Talk sports. Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Ten years and $95 million. For Brian Kelly, leaving Notre Dame as they are in the sixth spot of the AP and coaches standings in the college football playoff rankings. You have 
the rankings to come out today. And then you have conference title games Saturday. Very good chance Notre Dame could be in the top four, and their head coach has just accepted a job for the Tigers. That's interesting, isn't it? If you're a Tigers fan, how do you feel about the hire? Were you one of those fans that were all about Lincoln Riley and then saw him go to USC? I know Matt yesterday said, everybody breathe. Give it, give it some time. And LSU's Scott Woodward goes out and hires Notre Dame's all-time winningest coach, 113 wins. You're buying most of those wins. I, I do find there's two sides, right? There's a, well, look, look at the record. He's proven he can win. He's gotten to a couple of playoffs, a national championship game in his time there. He's consistently been a winner. The other side, well, they get to pick their own schedule. They're not in a conference. And when they do get to the playoffs and national championship game, they don't look good. How how good are those wins? Are you buying what he's, what he's done in Notre Dame? I look at it like this. And I do see both sides, right? But I kind of chuckle to this extent, and I've been saying this for a little bit. Virginia Tech, uh, Texas Tech fired their guy. I mean, all of these schools that are firing people, and then they release, well, it's not to our standards. We expect to win. There's Alabama and what Nick Saban is doing. It'll never be I, It's just, it's absurd. If you can look past the hatred for some of you, it, it's, it's not the norm. Schools, coaches that consistently win double-digit wins, I don't care the conference but especially in the SEC or Big Ten and 12 and whatever. That's a good job. They're doing well. There's only one team that's going to win the national championship every year. And until they expand the playoff, which is why they're meeting in Dallas to do this, it's going to be hard. You're either going to have to be Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, Every year, you got no shots. why I've always said, I want 12 teams. Give them an opportunity. Settle it on the field. 800 998 We'll get to your calls here in a second. So, hire somebody that knows how to win, has an understanding of what it takes to win. There is a concern that he's 60. You heard a caller, Shane, say that. Did you want somebody younger? He's trying to bring in a very good defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman. He had kind of built the Bearcats defense, got him to, what, top 10 before Notre Dame went and got him. Here's Ryan Clark, former Tiger on ESPN. I think that's what Scott Woodward, the athletic director, wanted, right? He wanted a proven coach. I think he wanted a big name. And he wanted someone that people would trust immediately to be someone that changes the program and gets them going in the right direction. I mean, I think it's crazy when when you're a team that can fire a coach who won 50 games in six years, who just won a championship in 2019. I don't necessarily know about the fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a tweet that says he looks like he thinks Sprite's uh, spicy. spicy. So how is he, so he going to be in Louisiana? But as long as you can recruit there, I know that he understands the X's and O's of football enough to win football games. Travis, thanks for calling the Sports Hangover, sir. How are you? I'm good, sir. This is going to be fun. Oh, here we go. But you're I'm, I'm, look, look, are I can, you, are you calling, I can are you talk calling to apologize for all your, your Laker fans here? Are y'all, are y'all 500? Y'all doing really good at 500, by the way. 
I don't know, but look, AD AD woke up and realized he was AD uh, sometime recently, and it's not it's not fun. <laughs> he just woke up and just said, "Hey, I am Poor Anthony Davis. How about I just go out here and Anthony Davis everything?" It's it, it's not fun. Okay, but it is what it is. What you got on Coach Kelly? I called the talk. It's it's a terrible hire. Okay, it it is it is god awful, and it is because they're. They're better coaches. They're younger coaches. And you can try to exit and owe me to death with this one, and it just ain't going to cut it. I mean, as as someone like we've talked about, Gus, I, I like Alabama. Mm-hmm. I like Oregon. We know this. I'm not. I'm not saying it in a in a. I, I should like the hire because he's he's never beaten Alabama. I mean, for the fact of the matter, he's he's never won a big game. So you literally went out there and hired a coach that is 0-1 versus Clemson. Well, excuse me. One and one versus Clemson. He's zero and two versus Georgia, and he's zero and two versus Alabama. And you can try to swing this with me about, oh, I hear you, Gus, about you know only one team wins the national championship. You're absolutely right, but he has to go into these kids' houses and explain to them, oh yeah, I've never won a big game, but if you come, maybe we can. And I just don't think it's going to fly. I don't disagree with you on that, Travis. I don't disagree with you on that. You know, we were talking off the air yesterday, and I, I said, look, yeah, and I said this at the beginning of the show. Which is why it wasn't all about Lincoln Riley. I, it, not me. Colin Coward's having literally a coronary about how sexy the height. That's great. Here's what I'm getting at. Those two teams, every year, September, we go, here we go. They're always ranked at the top. And you're like, yeah. and they play that one tough game a year, and they're going to lose it. Or they're going to lose a game that they shouldn't. And literally, these are the two teams we make fun of. Of those two coaches. Yet, when it's your guy that's getting hired, go Tigers. It is funny. It's like the Cincinnati coach wasn't even there. Like, have we not seen Cincinnati all year? Like, you want to talk about a fun eye? You want to talk about a guy that looks like he's building something? Look at Cincinnati three years ago and look at them right now. That, that's it. That's the guy. It was right there. You wanted a defensive guy. You, have we not seen what Derek Mason did with Auburn the past couple of years? There was, there was, you could have, you had your picks of the litter out there. They literally went to Notre Dame and said, hey, can you save us? Brian Kelly and Brian Kelly's going to take the money, of course. But when you look, when you actually dive down this, like he picks his schedule every year, guys. He can pick his schedule. They have to play the pick of the litter between the Big Ten and the Pac-12. That's it. That's all he has to win to get to the national championship. Mm-hmm. How many national championships has he been to? He's been to two tournament games. He's lost both in the first. Like, don't don't swing me on this. I, I'm, I really don't want everybody out here to try to sit here and tell everybody that it's a sexy hire. Don't do that. Go straight to the point. He does not win big games. We're going to hope and pray he can win big games at LSU. Hit the nail on the head and let's move on. But don't try to swing me on this because you're not going to. Like, it's, I, I don't, I do not get it. Because when you look at his style of offense, because the SEC has clearly moved on to more of a uh, a more finesse style offense. Okay, mm-hmm. we've even seen the, the finesse style start to work work its way to um, Alabama's defense. Alabama's defense is now more pass rushers on the defensive line than it was run stoppers a few years ago. You know, the the four two five is now taking over the SEC because more team, teams are running three and four five man sets. He does that. He's still a pro style guy. He still looks like he looks like the Patriots out there. And that ain't gonna cut it, man. That ain't gonna cut it. Yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get the linemen. He's gonna get really good linemen out here. Man, cut the cut it out, man. Cut it out. 
like I as a as an Alabama fan, you want to see the LSU all Alabama game interesting and fun every year. This ain't it. This ain't right. it, man. All right, Travis, I will put you down as uh, not sold on the hire. Thank <laughs> you for the phone call, sir. G- give me a call back when the, this is the, the Lakers of, are above. This- He's the AD of, yeah, I was about to say, he's the AD of. Oh, no, come on. Stop it. AD won you a title. That's right. You're a member of the LeBron kingdom. It was always LeBron. I got it. Before I get off the phone, go look at AD's numbers this year. They are are so bad. (laughs) They are the worst. Well, you already have the built-in excuse, though, right? It was like after the first game. It's Westbrook's fault. That's a shame. Y'all are just throwing that guy under the bus. I'm not. Listen, you know I'm always going to swing. I'm always going to swing for the Lakers. You know because of LeBron. You know I, I don't like to really down AD. And when he was here, I talked him up. Gus, he is doing his worst year ever. <laughs> okay, it is right. bad. Okay, all right, Travis. We'll get an AD update <laughs> next week from you. I got to get the Twitter name. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. All Appreciate right, it. all right. So, Travis, folks, not sold on the hire. Twitter, Dave. What do you have for us, sir? Hey, Gus. Um, give me my thoughts on uh, LSU sure. hire. I had attitude over uh, for quite a while. And um, basically what your last caller saying is that he couldn't win the big game. Well, you're not going to win the big game when you have to deal with uh, academic uh, issues there. Okay. And everybody knows this. Everybody knows that about uh, uh <clears throat> That team in what is it? The team in uh, in California. Uh, uh, can't think of that. USC. Uh, uh, what's that? USC. No, no. Stanford. The Stanford. Academic. Stanford. Stanford. It's be Stanford. No, there's a few colleges out there. Vanderbilt. Another one. Okay, you're not going to win with the talent you're going to get. You'll get to the uh, there, but you're just going to get crushed. Okay. All right. I want you, I want all the uh, people to think about this for just a second. Just chew it over for a second. We had Coach O win a natty. We had the Mad Hatter go to two natties and win one and couldn't figure out the other one. Okay? The Mad Hatter. This guy is proven to do it at Notre Dame. Get there. Uh, granted, I hate Notre Dame, just like everybody else. But the fact is, is that the guy got there with less talent. Granted, he didn't have to play a lot of good teams, but the fact is is that he was he he's got a lot of figured out. And think about it, Coach Ogeron admitted that he didn't even interview his coordinators. It just tells you that we we have an upgrade from those two guys, and those two guys guess what? One an addict. One an addict. No, I hundred percent agree with you, Twitter Dave. You you absolutely have improved in terms of a person that can run the program, a person that can understand the game. I mean, it, to your point, what you just said, those examples, I mean, again, a lot of LSU fans on, on Saturday night, oh, I feel so bad. Look at Coach Elway. The guy literally at the end of the press conference said, I didn't have my headset on, didn't even know the final play call when LSU won a football game. Maybe, but that's him. I mean, so <laughs> to your point, you're going to get better on that. And look, and look, and I am one of those people. How many of those 113, uh, you know, wins kind of at the end of the day, he's won 113 games. Um, so right. I do, I mean, a win's a win. And yes, you can pick the schedule. Travis, you're right. And look, it's one of the, they are absolutely a team I make fun of every year. They are. 
They are. Oh, here we go again. The Irish, the Irish. And then when they play somebody, there's the Irish. I, I do. I hear you. Um, and it's interesting because Twitter Dave, it's Notre Dame. Like, I, I see some people this morning, and I'm not saying it's you, but I see some people this morning, well, you, just, you can't win there. I mean, it's Notre Dame. Like, I mean, Kornheiser famously over on PTI talks about the donors and the money and the stuff. Like, you know, that, to your point, though, Twitter Dave, does the academics sort of prevent that? But look, they've had Heisman winners, NFL players. They've had some pretty good players there. So, yeah, well, Danny Wolfo was a Heisman winner. Well, yeah, no. much, <laughs> Quarterback of your New Orleans Saints for a bit. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I remember that. So I'm just saying, I, 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 I'm not. I think it's a, it's an upgrade. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't necessarily like the where he came from, but I mean that's just me. I hate Notre Dame. I hate USC. I hate or uh, Ohio State. I hate Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I hate the teams that think they belong. When they don't really, the only team that can say they can belong is uh, is uh, Roll Tide. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that can say that because who they hide. You know, I heard a story this morning. If you look at uh, if you look at uh, um, uh, well, Saban's group of coaches. Did uh, if you uh, if you just if you get a moment and look at his coaches, it absolutely floored me. His coaches that he had, even his all the way down to his uh, graduate assistant coach or whatever they call him, right? Which is a head coach right now. Okay, just so you know, all of them were fantastic. You know, we uh, we could never have that again. That was at LSU. You know, and uh, and that's that's the thing. You know, uh, everybody else don't live up to him. Nobody else will, and, and and we'll never have that again. So uh, we take this and consider it a win. Because if you look at that the, that coaching staff, it was the best coaching staff you ever see on a college mm-hmm. team. It was fantastic. I'm going to let you go. I know you're running out of time, brother. No but it's a great show, and I enjoyed listening. Thank you, man. Appreciate the time as always. Twitter Dave. Uh, when we come back, we'll take more of your phone calls. Again, I got coming up next hour, Andrew Lopez will touch on the big Pels win. It is a big Pels win. I, I said it yesterday when we had Daniel Salerson on. You get that one, that's a successful two-on-one road trip. Not only that, now you can say you've won the three of four. So a question that we thrown out there today, Pels fans, have they started to show you signs of turning the page? I'm not ready to say you've turned the page. But are they showing you some signs of playing better basketball? Can, can we at least say that right now? And how good is Herbert Jones? Goodness gracious. Uh, we'll be back. It's the Sports Hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Fall savings times at Barker Kia, which means you can save on our entire lineup of new Kias. These Kias are packed with value and technology. Best of all, these new Kias come with our famously low Barker Kia price. Take a look at the all-new Ultra Sporty 2022 Kia K5, a rebellious design built to root a road with an 8-inch touchscreen and lane-keeping technology that all comes standard. Or drive home in a new 2022 Kia Sorento, the third-row 7-seat SUV that comes standard with family favorite features. 
features like smartphone integration. And of course, we have to mention the all-new Kia Carnival MPV. The SUV-inspired van has a radical departure from the usual. Now that says it all. So come save during the fall savings time at Barker Kia and get our famously low Barker Kia price. And you know all these new Kias come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. That's Barker Kia and Homer. Or shop online at BarkerKia.com. Come see me, people. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet for retail business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. What would you say you do here? Sports. sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengal. 2.30. Brian Kelly set to land up in Baton Rouge. He's trying to get his defensive coordinator. Marcus Freeman to follow him as well. They're also interested in his offensive coordinator. Can they pull him aside? Marcus Freeman is a young up-and-coming coach. He was the defensive coordinator at Cincy. He's done well with the Irish. Again, they're number six in the country. They're 11-1. and one. They're 11-1. and one. The new college football playoff rankings are coming out today. And obviously you have conference title game weekend. Georgia's number one. This is the college football playoff ranking. I mean, this is the AP and coaches poll going into right now. Georgia's one, Michigan two in the AP, Cincy three, Bama four. Georgia and Bama playing each other. Now, if Bama wins Saturdays, Georgia, are you are you putting Georgia out of the top four? I'm not. They're twelve and zero. They've looked dominant all season. That's me, because I think Georgia's the best team in the country. If Bama somehow finds a way to beat them, and I'm saying it like that because their defense has been absurdly dominant. If Bama finds a way to beat them, I'm not putting them out of four. They absolutely deserve to play for national championship, especially considering Michigan has a loss, Bama has a loss, everybody else has a loss. The only team that doesn't have a loss other than Georgia, Cincinnati. Now they got to play Houston in the conference title game, and Houston is ranked. It's not a cupcake or a gimme. But Michigan has to play in a title game. Can they get up this week against Iowa and win? Point is, Notre Dame has a very good chance of playing in the college football playoff. I don't know who the head coach is going to be. Anyway, he's going to land there at 2.30. LSU uh, asking fans if they would like to greet him. Baton Rouge Jet Center, 2.30 p.m. Would you like to see Brian Kelly get off a jet? And wave, maybe go say hi to folks over on the side of the fence. I don't know. But 2.30 is when that is happening. Again, over 
in Los Angeles last night. Want to take a little time and talk about the big win by the Pels. Pels winning 123-104. I don't really know how else to sort of do this other than we can play a highlight package, which I will next hour of all of the different highlights that happened yesterday. Look, the story is really rather simple last night. And last night, it was the Valanchunas show. Seven for seven in the first half from three-point range. Seven for seven. Started out at 6-8 here in the game. Ingram, his first touch, top of the key, picked up his dribble, got it to Jonas, left of the top three, got the roll, hit the side of the rim, and trickled forward and in. Okay, so that's one. Comes out to Hart, racing into the front court, spins at the top of the key, get it to Jonas, steps into the straightaway three, heat check for Jonas Valanciunas, and we are very, very early in this contest. 21-12, Pels. Jonas for another three, left. Wing and down. You can't be serious. 49-35 Pels at the time. There was more. Yonis for three. you got to be kidding me. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> He's five for five. Do not touch the man. Mm-hmm. And there was more. Josh Hart, the rebound. Feed the hot man. Jonas up top. Another three. Oh, get in and out and back in again. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir! Don't stop feeding him! He's six for six! Mm-hmm. 26 points! And then like one of those infomercials, but wait, there's more! The, our bench is up. I mean, they're up. Ingram feeds to Jonas, left of the top, three on the way! <laughs> seven for seven! <laughs> Lucky number seven! You cannot be serious what we're watching right now. Are you not entertained? <laughs> My goodness. He is automatic. I don't know about you, but <laughs> Daniel Salerson's giggles just got me going. <laughs> Jonas, after the game. I just feel like I'm shooting the ball. That's all. <laughs> I'm not hot or cold. You know, I'm just, you know, taking what's out there. You know, if uh if I have open shot, I'll take it. You know, if I'm making it, I'll keep taking it. So, simple as that. Yep. Jonas was being called by the team Dirk Valanciunas. Well, well I'm still Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to be him. You know, he's uh, one of the greatest big guys in the game. But, you know, I still got to work a lot to be to be like him. Head coach Willie Green on Jonas. The guys were calling him Dirk Valanciunas, uh, but we want him shooting. We want him shooting the ball when he's open and kind of mixing it in. You know, he still wants to go to the post, which I love about him. Uh, he's a physical guy, but just explaining to him how it's going to open our offense up with his ability to shoot the ball the way he can, and it was amazing to see tonight. It looked like I said yesterday when I was speaking with Daniel from L.A., and I feel with this as well, that's a big win for this team. And, and look, you don't have a lot of wins, right? But you're now at 6-17. and 17. And at some point, if you want to be a good team or just better, you, you're going to have to win, you know, those stretch of 10 games. You have to play above 500. You have to get to 500. So, 3 of 4. 
That that sounds good, doesn't it? Winning three of four sounds good. Take a quick break here in the top of the hour. When we come back, we'll open up the phone lines again. It's up to you, LSU fans, to tell me how you feel. We've gotten Travis, who said he's not kind of sold on it. Yet you heard Twitter Dave say, you know what? Notre Dame's always one of them schools I hate. I don't care. But you know what? The hire makes sense. I get it. So LSU fans, Brian Kelly is your coach. He's going to be landing here at 2.30 p.m. Central Time. How do you feel about it? He's the new head guy for the next 10 years. At least that's the contract says. 